0: Hey community, this is Priscelles from the Yes and Amen podcast, where we have conversations, testimonies, and meditations. This is a meditation episode, so find a comfortable place and let's get started. Welcome back everyone for another episode. I invite you to find a comfortable place or position, whatever that may look like for you and mean for you. Today we are meditating around the idea of trusting in God. This can be difficult for some, easy for some, regardless of where you may be. We're going to meditate in God's Word in the Old Testament around a story of three young men who really trusted God and in trusting God actually ministered to other people as well. So let's open up in prayer. Before we begin to pray, I invite you to simply take a deep inhale And when you're ready release that exhale and as always I invite you to continue to pay attention to your breath try to do this throughout the meditation whether you're reading the Bible directly or you're just listening God we thank you for your word Jesus thank you for this story that we're about to go into even if we've heard it before read it before or meditated on it before God I pray Holy Spirit that you would show us something new in this word, that we will be ministered to in a profound way, and that we will be reminded that we get to trust in you, even when it's not logical, even when it doesn't make sense, even when everything around us is evidence that something else is going to turn out another way, that we can remember that you are trustworthy and your word is true, and everything you've ever said has not come back to you void. And so we give you glory for this time for your word for your presence in jesus name amen so today's scripture we're gonna actually touch on quite a few scriptures and we're gonna start in the old testament we're going to start at daniel 3 16 to 18. and some of you may know this story around the three young men three jewish young men named shadrach meshach and abednego in light of this meditation (laughs) and to kind of keep things concentrated and to not share their names so often, I'm just going to say their acronym, which is SAM. So when I say SAM, I mean Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And so as we go into this scripture, I invite you to really pay attention um, to the sequence of events in this story, even if you've read it before. Take a moment to just renew your mind and be open to seeing what the Lord wants to speak to you in these scriptures. So Daniel 3 begins with a setup where there has been a decree that anyone that worships King Nebuchadnezzar, the gold statue, or any of the gods that he himself worships uh, will have a consequence. And the consequence is death, and the consequence is several different things involving death and uh, someone basically tells on these three young men uh, to king nebuchadnezzar letting him know that hey they they are worshiping another god and so he's outraged he doesn't want this to be so so he calls upon them to come and report to him and so he can ask them in person and so the scripture begins in verse 16 sam replied to the king Right? this is in response to their dialogue nebuchadnezzar we do not need to give you an answer to this question the question is do you worship another god do you love another god verse 17 says if the god we serve exists then he can rescue us from the furnace of blazing fire and he can rescue us from the power of you the king verse 18 says but even if he does not rescue us we want you as king to know that we will not serve your gods or worship the gold statue you set up so there's a lot here (laughs) but we're going to start in verse 16. verse 16 is saying we will respond to you we will respond to you sometimes we can be in conflict and situations and situations of mistrust and we don't respond to it we either maybe stay silent and really noticing that perhaps our silence is what can add to our mistrust in God that because we're being silent that is actually proof that we don't trust God in any given circumstance or situation but rather asking the Holy Spirit to give us the strength To respond to that thing making us not trust god whether it's a person whether it's a situation or whether it is our mind we get to have the strength to respond to that and say that we trust god verse 17 says if the god we serve exists then he can rescue us from the furnace of blazing fire and he can rescue us from the power of you the king and so this is stated in that they have a confidence that God can do these things. God can do these things. So what is it right now in your life that you are not trusting God with? What are you struggling to fully surrender to Him and hand over? What is perhaps taking a little longer than you hope for and maybe making you not trust God that something will change or that you will get something that you have been praying for. Think of that thing and be reminded that the God you serve rescues you. The God you serve covers you. The God you serve protects you and provides for you. This is who Jesus is. And a little later in the scripture, we're going to see the proof of that verse 18 then continues to say but even if he does not rescue us we want you as king to know that we will not serve your gods or worship the gold statue you set up now this is really important because often we love the word but in the bible it'll it'll say something and then it will say but god right it'll say something the enemy does and then it says but god but this is a different but <laughs> this is a different but because it says but even if he does not rescue us and it's still a but god but it's different it says but even if god does not rescue us we will still not submit to your god and to you and to your gold statue what sam here is showing us and inviting us to see is that our response should always be worship and glory to God, whether he does something we desired or not, whether he does something we prayed for or not. Our part in this relationship, in this world, is to glorify God and trust him and to not let something not resulting the way we desired or wanted change or alter our trust in God. Often our trust in God will be based on circumstances and testimonies. And although that is helpful, and although those are valid things to trust someone, we're not just trusting in a person that is like a human being like us. We are trusting in God. And in trusting God he doesn't need to show any evidence that he is trustworthy everything he has ever done and everything he is is enough for us to see and know that God is trustworthy so even if he doesn't come through for the thing that you've been praying for even if the healing you desire doesn't come Even if you have been working so hard to go somewhere and elevate and it doesn't come to pass. Even if you've been interceding for someone and it hasn't changed or happened. Whatever it may be that you've been doing, praying, thinking, or hoping for. Even if it does not come to be. God remains trustworthy. God remains trustworthy and so i'm not going to continue to read the whole scripture because it's a lot but in between these scriptures so in between verses 19 and 23 it talks about how king nebuchadnezzar put them in a furnace so earlier when we were saying what their response was they were responding to well you know he was saying you know i'm going to put you in a furnace right if you're worshiping other gods and they're like that's fine if that's going to be your response so he does that. He is a man of his word and he put them in the furnace. And So we're picking up here in Daniel 3, 24 and 25. It says, Then King Nebuchadnezzar jumped in alarm. He said to his advisors, Didn't we throw three men bound into the fire? And they respond, Yes, of course, your majesty. And he says, But look, I see four men, not tied, but walking around in the fire, unharmed, and the fourth looks like a son of the gods. I don't know about y'all, but that that makes me leap, that scripture right there. A non-believer witnessing the glory of God and a miracle. So let's go back to verse 24. It says, King Nebuchadnezzar jumped in alarm. He said to his advisors, didn't we feel three men bound into the fire? So he put them in a fire. He tied them up. And right then and there, even before that, God was working. And the response is, from him being confused, is, look, I see four men though. I see four men, though. You are not alone. There is a lie that has been building up around your mind, around your life, that you are alone. Whether you feel alone in your marriage, you feel alone in your job, you feel alone in your community, in your family. You get to trust God and believe that he is with you. And that you are actually not alone if it's just you then there are actually two people right where you are the scripture goes on to say walking around there are four men not tied walking around the fire unharmed and the fourth looks like a son of the gods it's so important to notice that it says that these four men they're not tied and they're walking in round in the fire unharmed right now God is extending his hand to you and he is saying daughter I want to take these ropes off of you and I want you to walk around the fire that you're experiencing right now and I want you to see that because I am with you you will be unharmed and when we read this, we could think that that doesn't mean we're, gonna, we're, gonna, we're not going to cry or we're not going to struggle or suffer. And if we do experience those things, then God is not with us. That is not true. Unharm means that he is protecting you and that far worse could actually happen. Something far worse could actually happen. And so he wants to remove the ties around you. He wants you to walk around the fire and he wants to hold your hand through it so he can be the one to protect you so you can be unharmed in that situation and circumstance. He wants to show you that you can trust him. He is trustworthy. And he is inviting you to notice where you don't trust him. And he's saying, it's okay. I love you, but I want you to trust me. So take my hand. Let's take these ropes off and let's walk around this fire. This thing that you have been that is blocking you from trusting me. Let's walk around it and let me show you that I will leave you unharmed. And the scripture closes with saying, and the fourth looks like a son of the gods again this is an unbeliever saying these things observing these things and that is a beautiful beautiful thing and so even thinking about that this is something that also ministers to the world our trust in god is one of the biggest witnesses that we can give people we can tell people about jesus we can invite them to church we can invite them to a bible study. But if they are not a believer, if they're seeking, if they're confused, if they're part of a different faith, our trust in God and how we display that trust in our life is the best witness that we can have for other people. The scripture itself says it. Daniel 3:26 to 28 says, Nebuchadnezzar then approached the door of the furnace of blazing fire and called Sam. You servants of the Most High God, come out. So Sam came out of the fire. When the satraps, the prefects, the governors, and the king's advisors gathered around, they saw that the fire had no effect on the bodies of these men. Not a hair on their heads was singed. Their robes were unaffected. And there was no smell of fire on them Nebuchadnezzar exclaimed praise to the God of Shadrach Meshach and Abednego he sent his angel and rescued his servants who trusted in him they violated the king's command and risked their lives rather than serve or worship any God except their own God y'all our witness is powerful in this world they didn't tell king nebuchadnezzar that they trusted god they didn't say those words but he himself said it he said king nebuchadnezzar in verse 28 he sent his angel and rescued his servants who trusted in him trusted in him even in the beginning of that scripture Nebuchadnezzar exclaimed and said, Praise the God of Sam. This is powerful, y'all. So perhaps it's important to acknowledge that trusting God is not just of benefit to us, but it's also of benefit to those around us, to those who we can encourage, to those we can inspire, to those that we can show that God is trustworthy. And he is a mighty, mighty God. And so we may not always know what he's up to. We may not always understand. It may not seem logical. What's in front of us or around us may not seem like it's going to turn out the way we are hoping for and praying for. But let's meditate on this scripture. Isaiah 55, 8 to 11. It says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts and your ways are not my ways this is the Lord's declaration for as heaven is higher than earth so my ways are higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts for just as rain and snow fall from heaven and do not return there without saturating the earth and making it germinate and sprout, and providing seed to sow and food to eat. So my word that comes from my mouth will not return to me empty, but it will accomplish what I please and will prosper in what I send it to do. Amen. This Isaiah scripture tells us and reminds us that God ways God's thoughts God's plans are higher than ours and because of that our role in our relationship with him is simply to trust him and to truly receive and acknowledge what verse 11 says it says so my word that comes from my mouth will not return empty but it will accomplish what I please and will prosper in what I send it to do This is why we get to trust God, because his word will not come back void, because his word is unfailing, because his promises are true. They are yes and amen. This is our whole purpose of our podcast, so we can remember that God is trustworthy, that our faith gets to grow and elevate while our fears dwindle and break and die. So we can trust in the God who created all of the heavens, all of the earth, every single image-bearing human being on this planet. We get to trust this wonder worker. We get to trust this miracle worker. We get to trust God because his ways are higher, his thoughts are higher, and we may not always get it. But that doesn't mean we don't trust him. That doesn't mean that we will not walk in the fire unharmed. This means that even if he doesn't do what we would hope or ask in rescuing us, he remains trustworthy because what he's about to do, what he has done and what he's doing right now is powerful, divine, majestic. And life-changing and so Lord we thank you God we are unworthy of your trust we are unworthy of your protection and your love and your peace but yet you give it to us thank you for your word Lord thank you for the example of these three Jewish men Lord that you will I pray that you will elevate our confidence in you like you have of these brothers, that our faith will be grounded in in firmness and understanding how you function, which is in grace, which is in provision. And Lord, help us be humble enough to acknowledge that we don't know all of your ways. We don't know all of your thoughts. We don't know all of your plans. And it may not even seem logical, but God, that we can trust you so we cannot just grow in our life and give you glory, but also so we can be a witness to other people, Lord. So people can exclaim like King Nebuchadnezzar did, praise to the God of whoever your name is. So people can see that the God you trust in is a God they can trust in too. The goal of our life to look at scripture and see God in our scripture should not be centered around how we see ourselves and how we can better ourselves but rather how we see god how we can know him more how we can be more like him and how we can be a witness to other people and serve them that is what scripture gets to be and is for our life and so thank you father thank you that it exists thank you that we have access to it help us deepen in our faith so we can walk in divine and life-changing trust in you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Friends, thank you for being here with me in this meditation. I'm going to go quickly through the scriptures that I read through again, just in case you missed it. And it's also going to be in the show notes for you to meditate through them. I really invite you to read Daniel 3 in its entirety. There's so much in there that God just wants to show you. And so I specifically read Daniel 3, 16 to 18, 24 to 25, and 26 to 28. And then we meditated through Isaiah 55, 8 to 11. I also wanted to close with giving you some scriptures about God being with you. Because a lot of trusting God is having this understanding that he is with you. That is what the whole concept of Sam Was right of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. God was with them in the fire, and they didn't even have to say it. King Nebuchadnezzar is the one who saw it, he's the one who exclaimed and said and proclaimed, There is a fourth man in the fire. And so, these scriptures hopefully will encourage you as you trust God. You can be reminded that knowing He is with you is probably the biggest tool and mindset that you can use when struggling to trust him or if a situation seems that you know won't change you can know that he is with you and then hopefully that can encourage you to acknowledge that then you can trust him because he is with you in that whether it's a good circumstance a bad circumstance whatever it is that you're going through in life he is with you and some of these scriptures are isaiah fifty-five eleven, joshua not 1 9 Deuteronomy 3 16, Romans 8 38-39, Zephaniah with a Z 3.17, Matthew 28-20, and Psalm 23, and of course Matthew 1.23. I pray you are blessed that you get, walk into this season of life with a newfound trust in God. And that, that will be able to not just change your life, but everyone around you. I pray that meditation blessed you. Please be encouraged that you can do meditations anywhere at any time. And, and the Bible invites us to meditate on the word of God. And so I pray that um, this time blessed you and that we can stay connected. Join us for another meditation episode or a conversation soon. Be blessed. God is with you.